Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. Then we're back with episode 187 of Icopod. I am Bob Gallion Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley and Austin Skinner. Fellas, we're coming out of WrestleMania 12. Ultimate Warrior and Goldust appear to be uh, in line for a feud. Diesel and Shawn Michaels, former friends, are apparently going to be feuding once again. And Yokozuna was escorted off on a forklift recently. <laughs> How yeah. are we feeling uh, as we continue on here with 1996? Well, I'm really glad about that recap you gave because I kind of forgot about most of it besides the Ultimate Warrior and Goldust stuff. And then I know what it was two weeks ago where Mankind attacked The Undertaker. Right. So that that's happening too, which I think that's the most exciting thing that's going on right now because... Mankind being thrown into a what I'm going to assume is going to be a major storyline with the Undertaker, I think is pretty cool. The Warriors, I think it's one of like the biggest like debuts. debuts. So like immediately be inserted into a top. Yeah. Now, do you think I was thinking about this before I got it? Do you think that they did that because um, Mick Foley? Or Cactus Jack is is more well known before he signed. I mean, I guess I don't know if I'd say the same about Dustin as much. But I, is is do you think that they're doing it for him because he is more well known when he's coming in, even though he's doing this new character? Or do we think that it's just they're they're trying this out with this new mankind character? I think Both. I think they're just trying it out. I don't know. <clears throat> I think they were trying to hide the fact that he was Cactus Jack. I, I mean, I sort of do as well. I, I mean, they obviously cover his face up. He jokes about it all the time. Yeah. But I, but, but just hiding the fact that he's Cactus Jack. I mean, as far as fans, they might know what you know, know his work rate, know how he is, and be like, okay, we know this guy can do X, Y, and Z. Let's do something with the Undertaker with him and kind of see yeah. what happens. And so don't I, forget, you can't forget that Mick Foley himself was. Totally like a Jr. slash Bruce Prichard guy, like they were pushing for him hard for a while. Was was Bruce? I know Jr. was. Bruce was a fan too, yeah. And it was to the point where they basically were like, Vince, let us. If you don't want him to have his face on TV because you think he's ugly or whatever, just put a mask on him. And it was like, all right, and that's kind of the direction they went in. But I know Jr. was definitely a fan. Um, and I think he kind of brought Bruce along, but that plays a factor in it too. Cause when you're bringing in guys, especially to face the undertaker, it's almost a foregone conclusion that, okay, they'll be here for like two months, maybe have a couple more matches on raw and then we'll never see him again. So I think Mick Foley got the benefit of the doubt in that case. Well, that, yeah. And that's what I mean. I mean, I, I think there's, I don't know how true it is or anything. I feel like I've heard the the rumors on podcasts and stuff, but 
they they bring Dustin in, they paint him gold and give him this weird character as is almost like a joke at the Rhodes family, just like putting Dusty in polka dots and stuff like that. So I feel like you know you can look at the look at the two people a little bit differently. Obviously, Dustin's killing it is gold dust. Well, and I think to some extent though, didn't Dustin kind of want to pave his own way? He didn't want. I'm, yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, but I feel like there's definitely that narrative out there of like Vince did this because like fuck the Rhodes. Yeah, but I mean, each time though they bought into it, it's like Dusty got the polka dots. Over exactly. Dustin's getting over the. Well, exactly. And well, I agree with that, but. Yeah, and I feel like Vince is always looking for guys to prove him wrong in the first place. Right. It's like here, we're gonna saddle you with this gimmick. You think you're so good, get it over. And then if they do, he's like, oh fuck, push him. Well, you know? so here, so it's funny. So, I, I, with Bruce, right, Bruce Pritchard, they were talking about Terry, Terry Taylor and the Red Rooster. And they were like, yeah, we pitched it to him. And then he, like, they're like, we wanted him to be, like, this top guy. Like, well, he thinks he's better than everybody. But he took it as being a literal rooster. He's like, that's <laughs> our fault. This is how Terry Taylor took it. Well, they wanted him to be, like, the cock of the walk or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know? Interesting. But. Yeah, I don't know. He took I, as being a rooster. So I think it's interesting when – Especially when we're bringing in guys that essentially already have a name for themselves in the other, you know, in WCW or, or wherever they've been. And then they give them this new thing, see where they can take it. And sometimes, like Mankind and Goldust, they fucking kill it. And they're going to they're gonna do really well. And obviously when they bring in some characters, like, I don't know, uh, Avatar, um... What was a uh, mantar? You know all that kind of shit. Right. That shit flops because it's 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 garbage, and they're not putting it with people who are either not necessarily even well known. I, I can't. I got to get away from saying that, but have a a history of good work rate and good, you know, just being an overall good wrestler, a performer. And we also can't forget that Mark Merrow recently uh, debuted. Yeah, hell yeah, he did. Quite a bit of stuff has been going on here. Uh, in recent weeks following uh, WrestleMania uh, 12. Speaking of WrestleMania 12, it's projected that uh, there will be a slight increase of buy rate over WrestleMania 11. I looked it up, and uh, WrestleMania 12 had a, uh, a buy rate of 290000 which I'm not really sure uh, what that is comparable to 11. Let me find out real quick. And that would be... Um. 340 so it was <laughs> shit mm. um to touch back on the people getting saddled with gimmicks and flopping i think one of the best examples of the opposite would be a guy like matt Bourne. comes in known as a solid worker has worked several areas maybe not the easiest guy to work with but regardless you bring him in and you pitch him a clown gimmick if you can't get one thing over in pro wrestling, it's going to be a fucking clown gimmick. <laughs> and for him to come in there and do it how he did to the point where it's like, fuck, now we have to replace the guy playing Doink because Doink is such a strong character. I think that speaks volumes. So for people to be like, oh, well, Mantar would have been good if he wasn't Mantar. I don't know. I think there's always a way to make something work as long as you buy into it and you feel like it can make it work. If you're saddled with something and it's you're like you're 
you feel like, fuck, this sucks, it's going to suck. I don't know. And, and who knows? The case is probably different in each individual, but I think that's a good example. Gold Dust. You pitch the character of Gold Dust, which I guess ambiguous is the best way to describe it, to a guy like Dustin Rhodes, who has a family lineage in the wrestling business. And then it like goes over and he carries the gimmick for fucking 35 years. Like it all comes down to the guy, in my opinion. Same thing for Undertaker. Okay, you're going to be a zombie, essentially. That's your character. You're a zombie. You come back to life all the time. And he's carried that for 35. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a bad example, but I don't always think that it's necessarily bad gimmicks, and then people just blame that, and it's like, oh, the poor guy. Sometimes I feel like the the talent has to do with it quite a bit as well. I agree. I think the doing the clown one is a good... uh good example as well yeah uh well speaking of goldust though uh it's another week and that means that there's been another article published regarding goldust in his presentation on uh television this time it's from the connecticut post now i want to make it very clear what i'm about to read uh i don't know if i'm going to use any of the slurs that are put in here but uh this was all written from the observer Copied and pasted it, not for me. So uh, I'm probably not going to say this just for being pleasant to people's ears. Uh, the Connecticut Post on March 31st had a lengthy front page feature on the Goldust portrayal and local gay groups' reactions to it. Quote, what they are doing is horrendous, end quote, said Roger Hoover, a member of the Fairfield County gay community. He said, uh, quote, particularly when gay men are being beaten and even murdered in real life, we have this man dressed in drag, showing he's less than a man coming on to other men who then beat him up, end quote. A New York therapist for gays, Joe Fitzgerald, said the betrayal is sending the wrong message to children. These, he said, quote, these kids, if you wrestling stars as heroes, this reinforces a number of different inaccurate stereotypes about gay men that they act like women, whereas most transvestites are straight, that they are in a sexual pursuit of straight men, which is generally not true, and that gay bashing is okay. And quote, uh, WF spokesperson uh, said that uh, the company had toned down the character, which Meltzer does not agree with, <laughs> after receiving a fair share of complaining phone calls and said that the character Goldust portrays is not homosexual, but... Uh, and Ronnie's, which uh, Meltzer says, which is a nice response, except for all the heat from the character based on sending the idea to the fans that a insert slur is hitting on straight studs and the studs are going to clean his clock and then be cheered for doing so. So uh, Golas continuing to get some backlash from... Uh, Various news outlets. Uh, to me, and maybe it's insensitive, but I feel like what those media outlets are doing are is just projecting society as a whole onto pro wrestling. Because the issue is with society as a whole in the 1990s. Pro wrestling just happens to be the outlet to which they can point and you know 
kind of shame, like shame on you. But realistically, pro wrestling's just bringing it on TV. I mean, that shit's happening all the time out in the world and has been for decades by this point. Literally, AIDS was blamed on gay people. AIDS. So, like, yeah, pro wrestling might not be putting things in the best light. But at the same time, I think society as a whole has a bigger problem with how they treat gay people as opposed to writing an ambiguous or androgynous character on a phony TV program. Dallas, you're muted, so I don't know. Yeah, okay. I tend to do that often. (laughs) (laughs) But what I was going to say is, uh, you know, like you said, it's a TV show. Wrestling is like a movie. It's performance art. It's it's theater. People look way too far into it, and they still do today. And it's, I just think that we need to get past that. But I agree. It's definitely like a society thing that is uh, just one of those Things that, especially in the 90s, people were, uh, you know, they're projecting more about. I don't know. We, we, and we, I feel, you know, we've talked about the, it multiple times, um, our feelings on the Goldust character and how people are reacting to it. And I think this is something that we're going to hear more and more about, especially yeah. as it gets weirder. Yeah. Because we, I right. think we all know that this character is going to get very weird. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I, I think it's only the beginning, and it's something that's going to follow us through the next few years, really. Well, and I think, too, um, you know, if, if something like this was to happen on a legitimate soap opera, like a more traditional soap opera, there would be no discussion about it because they'd be like, Nothing. Well, it's obviously exactly. a show. And it's like, well, how could you think that professional wrestling isn't a show? Exactly. Diesel isn't Diesel. He's Kevin Nash. He's a. Uh, that's Diesel. what I'm saying, though. The same shit happens today. Yeah. Same shit. I, I don't know. It, it is extreme, a mi- but it's a mixed, I guess, signal. Because in one hand, you know, athletes and sports and professionals and there is a reality-based presentation that they're trying to convey. Yeah. And then they they take it when it's convenient, the stance of, oh, well, it's just storyline and characters. You know what I mean? So WWF knows exactly what they're doing. They're doing it on purpose. It's getting people talking. And at the end of the day, that's all they care about. That's why the character's on TV. Mm-hmm. It's working, so it's getting pushed to whereas if it wasn't working, I'm sure we wouldn't see as much of gold dust as we are just for the sake of seeing gold dust. Like it's working, so they're using it. Um, and again, criticism, positive or negative, people are talking about it. So to me, it's one of those things where people are falling into that trap set by Vince McMahon and he's loving it. Doesn't matter. You're playing into what he wants you to do, whether you hate it or you love it or you don't care either way. That's what he wants. He wants you to feel something about it. Yeah, so to yeah. me, 
you know, to me, it's like I feel bad for the people reporting and getting all riled up because you're being played as a mark because that's what you are. If yeah, you can't, you know, if you can't realize what it is for what it is, despite maybe some mixed signals, you're the exact target audience and Vince McMahon is pushing this content to. Well, and I think he's eating up the fact that it's getting reactions. For sure. Because mm-hmm. I don't know the last time a character has generated this type of discussion. Right. Especially in, like, me- like media outlets. Yeah, and, we're, and they're also ignoring the fact that, and I've said this before, he's currently a champion. He right. has been actively defeating other wrestlers. He's gotten a very good showing since he debuted. Yeah, it's not like he's going out there and losing in 45 seconds. And No, no. And that's the thing. It's like he could be jobbing the fuck out, and we've talked about this a million times, but he could be jobbing out. People are pointing and laughing at him. It's like he's the court jester of the television show, and it's like all because he's gay. None of that is the case. Whether the media wants to paint it that way or not. Do you think there was a similar type of reaction to Adrian Adonis? I think to an extent, but not this extent. I don't know. I'd have to maybe look it up and see if if there was a similar type of reaction. I think he got away with it a little bit more because it was like the heel thing of, oh, you don't like this? Okay, I'm going to do it more. And he wasn't dressed up as, like, a fucking Oscar. Right. He did a little bit of makeup and had a weird hairdo, but, you know, he was still a wrestler. Wore trunks, came to the ring, had a valet. He was, like, a wrestler, but he did things that sexually would piss off the faces, and that was the whole point. I don't know. I think it's it's that cranked up to about a 12. In a time where it's a hot buzz topic anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, two more things coming out of WrestleMania 12, and it is pertaining to the main event, that Iron Man match between Brett and Sean, the match that almost imploded Pod. Friendships were almost ended. Yeah. Uh, originally, Bret Hart and Sean were going to have two falls each. And then go into the overtime. Then they changed it to one fall each. But then it was changed to zero. Who's doing all these changes? I would imagine, like, Pat, probably Pat Patterson. People putting the match together, I would assume. I would have, I think I would have liked it better if we went in with a tie. Because I think then there would have been, like, some of that action in between. It was was a tie, zero, zero. You, a tie with falls. Okay. I agree. Uh, the plan uh, coming out of WrestleMania 12 was that uh, they were going to do a ladder match at SummerSlam between Sean and Brett, with the idea being that Sean would go over clean in that match. But, as you'll remember, Bret Hart is taking a break after WrestleMania, and quite frankly, he said that he's not interested in a quick return just to put Sean over again. <laughs> mm-hmm. so he's going to take his sweet time. When it comes to a return, we need a Brett break anyway. I mean, <sighs> I the dude's feuded with everybody. He's had the best matches of the year for the last two years. You know, it, it's time. And what? He's been a singles guy since 
the summer of 91. So we're right. going on almost five years of just constantly Brett in the main event. Right. So I don't think it would hurt him. Uh, house show. Let's go to Frankfurt, Germany. April 12th, 96. The attendance is 6,202 fans. Let's see if we'll go to this one. Germany tends to have some uh, good shows and uh, good crowd interaction. So let's see here. The Bushwhackers teamed up with the Godwins to defeat 1-2-3-Kid, Leaf Cassidy, and the WWF Tag Team Champions of the Body Donnas. Justin Bradshaw defeated Duke Drose. Savio Vega defeated Owen Hart by disqualification. Davy Boy Smith pinned Jake Roberts. Hunter Chris Helmsley pinned Razor Ramon. Ahmed Johnson defeated Isaac Yankum DDS. Bret Hart defeated Steve Austin. The Undertaker defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Goldust by disqualification. And in the main event, the WWF World Champion Shawn Michaels pinned Diesel. I'd say I'm saving some airfare that weekend. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm skipping. Yeah, I, I think I might skip that one, too. I think I'm going to go. Motherfucker. I knew you would. I think I would. I don't know. Sean Diesel, Brad Austin. Yeah, those two. Helmsley Ramon. Yeah, but what what has Austin I'm done so old. far that makes us want to go see him versus like no, it's, I don't care about that. It doesn't matter. Steve Austin's fun. He deserves our support. Yeah. Uh alright. Well, I don't know if, I don't remember if we even really know what's going on this episode. April Usually not. April fifteenth, nineteen eighty six. I don't remember there being like a video package or anything. With uh, Todd Pattengill, who I don't even remember seeing in recent months, but whatever. Yeah, usually we don't know. We know that In Your House is, what, two weeks away? Yes. Holy crap. Yeah, so, I mean, if you don't like that, we got two words for you. Skip it. That's right. Uh, All right, well, it's that time, though. Let's get into the April 15th, 96, Monday Night Raw, Season (laughs) 4, Episode 15, Runtime, 49 minutes, 23 seconds. I'm going to count down to five. When I say play, you're going to hit the play button. Okay? Okay. Okay. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Play. Jesus Christ. I hate when you do that. You fucking keep you on your toes, bro. I wonder if this is going to pause now that I'm actually streaming it and it isn't downloaded. Look, look at this intro with the like scary WWF logo in red. We saw it last week. Was it red last week? Yeah. Yo, tell Peach to shut up, dude. She probably sees a cat. Uh, we're getting some... Let her have a cat for once. No, dude, the, dude, dude, I saw the cat shit in my front yard last night. I took a cup of water and tried to throw it at it. We're uh, we're getting shots of Red Hart backstage at WrestleMania, which was kind of cool. Walking through Gorilla, and then he's in the uh, locker room all pissed off, drives away all pissed off. Yeah, well, he almost hit a fucking child in the parking lot when he was driving off there. Brett cutting a promo here on the streets of Germany. Feel a little bit betrayed, you know? Not in Canada. Uh, we're getting our opening here. Boy, what a difference it is to watch on a fucking screen that isn't uh, two inches. 
I know, man. When I had to do it the last two weeks, I was not thrilled. I don't like that they've kept in the part where Bret Hart gets his face pushed by The Undertaker at ringside. I think that's kind of rude. No, that was Diesel, isn't it? Yeah. Whatever. I don't like it. Here comes Al Snow here, guys. Or should we call him something else? What's his name here this week? Leaf Cassidy. Oh, there you go. Far Gun taking on Steve Austin. Tonight. That might be good. That could be good. When's the last time we saw the guns? Tonight, Vader. I know. That's a really good question. Oh, man. This might be good, too. Savio versus Goldust. Oh, so what a match. Marty still has a job. God damn it. Oh, here oh, we go here. Sable. I'm a bad I'm a bad man. Are they calling her a name? Oh yeah, she's got a name officially Sable here. Under her sums will eat your heart out, they say. Yeah, I like that. I like that line. Oh, this I want her necklace. So this, this is Mero's second match. Technically a part of this taping. She's got the herringbone chain on, baby. That's ultimate 90s cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, I don't know. I haven't soured on uh, on Marrow yet. I, I am still hoping that we get something decent out of this Hunter Hearst Helmsley feud. Remember the guy who's in the way? Yeah. Dude, holy shit. Yeah. That was great. What is this, a handicap match? Oh, no, okay. It's no, a it's just, yeah, it's just Cassidy against Mero. I'd rather see Janetti in there, personally. Yeah, that styles maybe would have been better. Wow, Al Snow with no facial hair is very ugly. Yeah. He had, uh... I liked Al Snow when he was in Smoky Mountain. I, uh... Speaking of Al Snow, I've recently been re-watching Seasons of Tough Enough just because I've had a lot of plane ride time I think recently. I'm going to start doing that, too, honestly. Um, well, yeah, we talked about that before, too. I also need to go back and watch some. Season 1 and 2 are really good. Season three is okay. Uh, season 4 is just a million-dollar challenge where it's, like, one hour-long episode, I think, which is what I'm watching now. Um, but I'm really looking forward to the Stone Cold stuff. <laughs> when... when... What season is it when they start, like, they're not in the house anymore? I think it's season four where they're on the beach doing, like, challenges and shit. Okay. But season four isn't really on Peacock. It's just the one hour-long episode. So I don't even know if, like, that kind of just recaps everything or what, but. Hmm. The season, OG seasons one through three are the ones. Wait a minute. What? Daniel Pewter was he? Was that tough enough? Yeah. Yeah. So they have like that on there. Well, that's season four, where again it's just the one episode. So I don't know what the deal is with that. It's like a recap episode of the season, and they're going through the eliminations, but there's no season four on Peacock. You no, can't watch you know, it. wasn't it part of like the shows, like Ron's? It, it event? was. Yeah. yeah. So oh. it was on like SmackDown all the time. Yeah, yeah. So they're like recapping the segments and they're talking yeah, that's about it. Like that then, yeah. And then I'm assuming at the end they say who the winner is or whatever. Right. But yeah, that's what it is. In season one through three, they announced the winner at WWF New York, which is like the whole thing. Well, well here, right. so if you watch SmackDown from October to December. <laughs> yeah. Then you, can... you then you can watch all of that season tough enough. Well, it's weird because I remember watching SmackDown at that time. 
Well, yeah. That wouldn't be too bad, actually. SmackDown 04. Oh, yeah. SmackDown 04 is good. And it looks like the reason they did it on SmackDown is because Raw had the Diva search. I didn't yeah. realize that that's why they split that like that. Yeah. Mero just sent the new rockers into each other head first. Yeah, this has been real basic. A lot of chasing around and stalling and yeah. not a lot of action here. I want to point out, I feel like all the clothesline there, I think, by Janetti. It's like they're working heel. Yeah, but uh, I was going to say, I feel like Miro Miro isn't really coming across like Johnny B. Bad this time. No, he's not. His personality has definitely gone stale. Well, I, I feel like maybe when he went back after his first match, they were like, Mark, you're, you're not Johnny. Hey, we can't get sued, so don't do that again. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> We're going to sue WCW for trying to have Scott Hall be razor. Right, right. So, like, how about you don't do that? Yeah. Don't give him ammo, Johnny. Yeah. I just saw recently that he attended DDP's daughter's wedding, which I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Well, him and DDP are, like, really good friends. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting. Oof. Overhead suplex there by Leaf Cassidy for two count. I don't I'm know waiting. if I'd be giving Cassidy so much offense here. Yeah. I'm waiting for a run-in from uh, Boo Bradley. Hmm. What's uh, Santa Claus doing here? <laughs> yeah, Santa Claus. They just said that they're going to be talking with Vader later on tonight, so that should be interesting. What is he going to have to say? Who knows? It's... Tom, I'm a fat piece of shit. And then they'll be like, okay, thank you, Vader. He's going to say, you want to see fake? I'll show you fake. And then he can't be shown on TV for three months. Oh, a somersault dive by Cassie as we came back from commercial. He basically just did Mark Merrill's finishing move. Yeah. This is getting a lot of time here, guys. Sure does feel like it. Ginetti is pummeling Miro with right hands, and Sable's just pointing, saying, Get over there. Come on, Jack Dawn. Mm. I can't say that either guy's very uh, dynamic. I mean, Leaf Cassidy's sure trying, but I'm over it. Yeah, I mean, Cassie's like trying, like, with a personality here for being a '70s rocker. Trying way too hard. Yeah, but I feel like as if he's portraying it as if Leaf, Leaf, Leaf Cassidy knows it's like phony. Right. But like Mero is just isn't really portraying anything. If I was him, I would have stayed as Avatar compared to this shit. What is he doing? Head scissors. He was using his hands to get a rotation on that. That was weird. Oh, and there's his little somersault dive to the floor by Mark Merrill, the wild man. I like that he basically sits on people's necks when he does that. Fucking compact fractures their neck. Yeah, he like sits right on the back of their neck. 
Cassie counters. Oof. Boots him in the face. They're working hard. I mean, I would say I would say it's been I would say it's been okay. Oh, the beginning was terrible. Oh, all right. Merrill just won with a uh, top rope sunset flip. Really? Okay. I thought that was a two. Now he got him. Well, the crowd popped huge, as if he just won the title. I don't know why his finishing move is a top rope sunset flip. Yeah, it's not very impactful. No. I don't get the the piece. You're hurting yourself. You're hurting yourself more than. No, yeah, I mean, it looked kind of cool, but that's about it. Back on March 17th, Madison Square Garden, Diesel was like, fuck you, Sean. Hit him with a chair from behind. We're getting fan cam footage. Well, not really a fan. It's probably some production assistant guy, but whatever. Does anybody really care about the Sean Diesel feud? No. No, I don't know why Diesel's getting this opportunity. He lost at WrestleMania. I would have thought Vader, who won would be in this spot. Not a guy that lost at the show. And like he's leaving and they're spotlighting him. Yeah, well, I mean, you want to milk as much as you can out of uh, Diesel. So having him you know, job out to Sean would probably be ideal. I don't know. I wouldn't put his ass on TV. Oh. They're, they're saying that Mr. Perfect's like his cohort. Right. I like the pairing of Diesel and Mr. Perfect. It, it's interesting. I, I think it's a kind of a fun pairing. I forgot I wonder, that happened. I wonder if he's going to be in his corner. Hopefully. Or else that'd be a waste. How many times have we seen that? Sean laid out with the belt. <laughs> so many times. Here we go. Here comes Bart. Somebody we haven't seen so many times. Bart Gunn. He's kissing somebody's hand do? there. What was that? That was probably me. Remember when he slapped my hand in your house, number one? That was probably me. At least he's got short hair now. And he doesn't have a mustache or nothing. Right. Oh, they got to update the promo pack, dude. Yeah, they, yeah. This is false advertising. Wow, that's definitely, that's definitely a more recent one. Bret Hart walking alone on a path. Man, this isn't Canada, is it? They need to have, like, Savage Garden playing right now. I want to lay with you on <laughs> You know, I'm hurt that uh, Sean wouldn't shake my hand after the match. Uh, fuck Brett crying. Let's go right to Sonny here at the beach. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear Brett whining? Well, here's some tits, so fuck uh, that guy. Steve Austin's so fucking awkward, isn't he? Well, I mean, he's... Trying to be like a ringmaster guy. He just sticks out like a sore fucking thumb. This past week on Superstars. Oh, who's the masked man, dude? Quang? The Caribbean kid, I believe. And if you couldn't guess who the Caribbean kid is, well, Quang. Here we go. It's Quang. He threw the mask at him. Hello, my name's the ringmaster. <laughs> No longer. <laughs> I'm the million dollar champion. If you're looking for a loan, well, fuck off because the interest rate is going to be 
47%. (laughs) Here we go. Bart Gunn getting a singles match here for absolutely no fucking reason. You want a loan for 20 grand? Well, at the end of it, you'll be paying me 150 grand. And that's the bottom line. Because Sauka says, That's, you know what? That should have been IRS's gimmick. He should have been giving people loans. Like a loan shark? Yeah. That should be a, that should be a gimmick in, like, 93. Like, instead of Repo Man repossessing, he'd be like, hey, uh, Damien Demento, you said, here's, like, $2,000. You said you need it. And then, like, we'll forget about it for three months. And then Demento's wrestling, and Repo Man would just come out and attack him with a hook and be like, you never fucking paid me back. Yeah, that two grand turned into 20, so... <laughs> And yeah, like you could do vignettes of Damien Demento trying to figure out his like the APR. Like, wait, what? How did this happen? <laughs> He's at the bank. Erwin, <laughs> Erwin, talk to me. How did? What did I do? What? Did, what happened? Waylon Mercy's in line. He's got a check in his hand that bounced. He's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Just don't know. You guys are working fast and furious here. Ross body by part. One, no. Go to the headlock. Maybe they're matching up faster without the mustache. Yeah, a little bit more aerodynamic. He's got the Todd haircut a little bit, though. He does. What if Todd Pettengill came out and was like, Bart, I just did Ancestry and we're brothers. That is Todd Pettengill. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. Screw this guy. Have you ever seen him in the same room at the same time? No, never. He's never interviewed him because it's Yeah, exactly. So. Fuck it. You know, that's her new thing. It's Todd. Bart Gunn is the new Todd Pettengill. Yeah, for sure. I don't care anymore. Come on, Todd. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) He just got thrown over the top rope. Fucking launched him. Yeah. Uh, Are they still using the WrestleMania gold Guardrails or what? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Look at how far away that front row is. What's up with that? Yeah. Stone Cold beating on Todd Pettengill here with stomps on the floor. He's such a boring looking fucking guy. It's black knee pads, black boots, black trunks, black wrist tape, black elbow pad. What the fuck? Bald. Every time he kicks uh, Todd, he's probably going like, I hate Livewire. <laughs> WWF Mania should have been canceled. You suck. Nobody counts me down. <laughs> Nobody ever asks my email questions. <laughs> I like when JR gets all pissed off on Livewire. Oh, yeah. I've seen that video. It's like, hey, uh, we got Charles from uh, Missouri. Charles, what's going on? And then Charles is like, hey, uh, 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 all right, Charles, well, your connection's horrible. So don't fucking call again. <laughs> you got to be ready, folks. You got to be ready or we're going to go to the next person. I know we're live. I know we're live. Mm-hmm. And you're starstruck. But you're 42. So you should probably be ready. He, dude, he, that's what he would do. That's what he said. One of my favorite ones is when Paul Heyman calls in, and they're like, Paul from Connecticut, what's going on? He's like, hey, uh, how come your show sucks? And like, ECW, yeah, <laughs> tonight at the Meadowlands or whatever. Let's do it. I like when the WCW fans call in, and they're asking about, like, Hogan and stuff, and JR is just like, 
Oh, oh well, yeah. we're focusing on a youth movement, so not the dinosaurs. See you later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, somebody, somebody calls in, they're like, hey, JR, uh, do you think Randy Savage is going to be at Survivor Series or what? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then JR is just like, uh, we're not worried about that. Uh, you know, we got a young core here. And then I would, like, the next car should have been and been like, you guys had King Kong Bundy like six months ago. Like, what, is, <laughs> what are you talking well, about? Well, yeah, and Piper was here, and Piper was yeah. Piper what was, else? So many guys. So like many Jimmy Snuka. You guys are promoting Jimmy Snuka. Like hello, oh, yeah. Way so older. So many guys. Uh, we're in a seated headlock here. Dale, Steve Austin so you, has uh, could you were you were away much. for a bit. They're probably dealing with your your damn dog. Uh, but mm-hmm. we've decided that Bart Gunn is the new Todd Pettengill. Really? Yeah. So we're not going to address him as Bart. I mean, if you look at the guy, it's Todd Pettengill. I'm, I got to get a good look at his face. But did you see Stone, the smoke? The smoke up in the rafters. Stone Cold just did a Spanish <laughs> fly over the top rope to the floor. And was like spinning Ew. around as if he was going to sell against the guardrail and then yeah. didn't sell against the guardrail. He basically is Todd Pattengale. That's really funny. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Hmm. Are the smoking guns together for much longer or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Okay. I wondered if maybe they're, he's a slow transition here into a new look or no, something. No, I have an update for next week, but Billy's been out with a neck injury. Oh, okay. Ted DiBiase's at uh, ringside. Still kicking in 2021, mind you. He sure is. He's part of my favorite video of recent years when Lacey Van- Von Eric was like, hey, Ted, what's going on? Remember when you killed my dad? Okay, bye. <laughs> He's just like, what? <laughs> what the hell? Jesus. You're part of the company that murdered my dad. Okay, see you later. Let's go see Madison Rain now. Say, right? Come yeah, on, Todd. Know. Now, all of our Icopie listeners, uh, if you ever leave a comment regarding the smoking guns, it is, remember, it's going to be Billy and Todd. We're not talking about Bart anymore. I mean, come on. How can you not? I'm, I'm really going to, I'm driving this home, okay? No more, no more Bart. These guys are having a slugfest here. Yeah, Todd showcasing his agility there with a nice standing dropkick. Ooh. Backdrop. What are we going to get, a DQ finish or some bullshit? He's punching him, man. It's close fast, dude. Bulldog. What is this guy? Is he Dustin Rhodes? He's got to go for the cover. That sucked. One, two, come on. Better oh, Todd almost out. got a huge win in his singles debut, but he couldn't quite pull it off. Better kick out. He's going after the million dollar man. Oh, no, he's not. He's going to top rope. What the? Damn. <laughs> I he couldn't Todd quite make it to the top, top. rope. Springboard moonsault. What the hell is that? Yeah, he couldn't quite make it, so he had to do it off the second rope. Ooh. Oh, Todd tripped him. Now Austin just did his favorite, uh, Dallas's favorite move where he splashes him over the middle. I really want some good waffles. Oh, that sounds so good. I make these really good banana oat waffles. Um, we have a waffle house that's within walking distance of our uh, condo. Like an actual Waffle House? Yeah. And the whole staff got shot, and they had to close the building down and rebuild it. What? 
Well, yeah, there was like a gang fight there, and like half the staff got shot. <laughs> oh my god! So they tore the Waffle House down and rebuilt it. <laughs> and there's a sign outside that says "Now hiring." <laughs> oh my god! Holy shit, dude! Yeah, qualifications being able to know like be be able to take a bullet potentially it ain't good dude i've never been to an actual waffle house i'd like to try i've been begging katie to go and she says no that it's ghetto we're not going i thought you were gonna say you've never been to a gang fight i was gonna say i'd hope not well that too i guess but i've been dying to go to waffle house because i know tajiri likes waffle house a lot of wrestlers do it's like a big wrestling thing so if he likes it i need to go Oh, we just, uh, the finish was a fucking sleeper hold. A million dollar dream, dude. Yeah, well, that was a million dollar fucking nightmare right there. I mean, that was, that was actually not a bad match. It was a boring ass finish. I know I missed parts of it, but at least it looked pretty high energy for the parts I, uh, it was. They kept a pretty decent pace. Steve Austin does not need to be holding the million dollar fucking championship. No. Well, you can tell it's like, it's just a prop. Like, here, hold this. It's an afterthought. It's like, I don't even want this. He doesn't even hold it to the camera. He just looks at the camera. What is with all these, like, so Mark Miro and Steve Austin are both, like, obsessed with their eyes. Yeah. Wow, Miro's like, look, I'm crazy. And then Steve Austin's like, I don't blink. Right. No holds barred. Diesel Sean. Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Big Cool Daddy. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Now, WWF Championship. April 28th. Good friends, friends better enemies. Better enemies. No what a required. shit title. What? Vader without elbow pads. This is weird. Vader's looking fat, dude. Does Vader ever not look fat, though? I don't know. He's looking significantly fat. I like the Velcro in his mask is all fucked up in the back. Yeah, I, just, oh, yeah. I saw that, too. Um, Diesel, I, I, do we, do we know or think oh. that he's given his notice at this point? He has. Yeah. So are they just doing the storyline to have Sean go over him on his way out? Essentially? That's what Bob said. Yeah. Oh, okay. To where, yeah, as I Diesel, said, I wouldn't have had him on TV. Diesel gave his notice right after in your house. Uh, That's what I thought I remember at, hearing that. Yeah. That, at that raw, the raw after he was like, uh, I'm leaving. And they're like, okay, well, you're still wrestling Undertaker, so we don't know what to tell you. Cornette cutting a uh, promo for his man Vader here. Getting recaps of when Yokozuna basically was uh, disemboweled on live TV. He was murdered. Yeah. Well, his leg was. You'd think with all that extra padding, that wouldn't hurt. Yokozuna's leg looks like a like a turkey drum. Yeah. Did, they, did you see that Ultimate Warrior shirt? Yeah. Fuck. Vader's hitting the ropes. <laughs> what if he not? just what if he just ran into Cordette like body splashed him there? Well, Vince was giving him a wicked dirty look. Shut up, Cordette. So it sounds like Vader's wrestling Razor Ramon. That's random. 
Well, that's got to be the same thing going on, yeah, though. Yeah, the same idea. Like, they're both going to get jobbed out. Although, although that seems more like a fuck you to Razor than Diesel yeah. putting over his oh, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Razor Ramon's getting the fuck you treatment on the way out, for sure. Both got. You got to think, if you're Vince McMahon and you're like, I made these guys stars. They were fucking nobodies when they came here. And now they're taking my hard work and, like, cashing in on it. I'd be pissed, too. Well, he doesn't want to pay him, though. No, he just can't raise him any higher. No, you couldn't, you couldn't pay him. They were like, listen, dude. My, no, like, they were like, match the offer from WCW and we won't leave. But it was. Like, I don't even know okay. if it was like that. They just wanted it. Like, their guarantee was 150 bucks a night. Every like per appearance, I feel like Scott I mean, Hall has said if Vince would have matched the money, he would have stayed. He uh, he begged him. He to wanted match. he wanted a higher guarantee, yeah, but they true. were doing the guarantee shit. They WWF did not give guarantees. No, Brian they Pillman was the first guaranteed pro, uh, contract. No, uh, Merrill was. Merrill was. That makes because sense. Mick Foley has gone in his book was like pissed that. Mero was making more money than him. Right. As a guarantee. Sunny. Sunny days. Speaking of Sunny, she well, said that she's focusing on her OnlyFans, but she's going to get into real estate. Oh. So. Okay, well, you know, her. a lot of the pornos is like real uh, phony real estate agent. Well, <laughs> that's what I was going to. I was going to post it on Facebook. Like I saw like an article and I was like, well, she does know that there's like you know a cross cross promotion there, right? Because there's videos. Right. I don't know if I knew that, but I have family members on Facebook and they would see me comment that and they they probably go, like, oh, well, we know what Bob's into, so that's weird. This looks like Miami Beach, baby. I'll do I'll do whatever I, I whatever you want to sell this house. I just I need I need to sell it. Um, so, so Lawler made a comment. You can talk about Sable all you want, but then and then they transitioned into the Sunny thing, which is uh, a kind of a funny shot at Sable, who's like brand new in the company. But hey, fuck you, because the hot girl in town is Sunny. Just so you're aware of that. Yeah, I love how we just got a close up of uh, Sunny's butthole. That's fun. This is very extended here. I'm, extend- not, like, wh- I'm extended too. But <laughs> it's what- kind of the same thing over and over again. But like, what's the what is the point? Sonny is literally like a C C manager, right? <laughs> and but they're like, hey, just so you guys know, she's like pretty hot. And it's she's like, hot. Oh, yeah, but like, okay, then do something else with her. Make her have her do interviews or something, so we see her more. Then or, no, the ring girl, like they used to do the ring girls in the beginning. But do you know what I mean? Like, do well, something maybe else this besides is their manage way of, the body donnas. Maybe this is their way of like starting to elevate her. I don't well, like I, it. Well, I think that is the point, Bob, but I just, it just is weird. Right. I don't like, like it. I think they, I mean, I like the video package, but I think they should do something else with her then. I think they should put her in Muda makeup. Oh. I think we need to send our dick pics to her and see which one of us has the best dick according to Sunny. Oh, yeah, that'd be tough. Maybe, maybe. Of course, Bob would want to do it. Well, yeah, but maybe maybe it's ugly. Just because it's a third leg doesn't mean it looks good. Yeah, it could look like an alien 
Well, that's that's what I'm getting at. No, my yeah, it looks like a like an elephant trunk that's been soaked in water for four hours. It's oh. probably purple. It's all wrinkly and like gray. Gray. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of third legs, here comes gold dust here. We're, yeah, uh, talk about like an outfit that's very distracting. Uh, yeah, this guy goes down to almost his kneecap. You no wonder why Marlena was all about it. You can also usually see his scrotum, which yeah. is bizarre. Yes, okay, let's, here's let's, Warrior dealing with uh, one of his favorite people from that. Listen, Freak Show. I heard you didn't buy any of the comic books. So if it's up to me, you're going down just like HHH. You're dropping in 12 seconds. <laughs> Your tuition to Warrior University has been denied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh wait Are they, Did Vince just say that they're fighting it in your house or no? Did I miss that? Why isn't Razor jobbing a gold dust? Oh no they definitely are Because he just said is it going to be a non-title match between No them? okay so gold dust and warrior at in your house That's fucking weird Oh boy Man. I'd be having I'd be having going back to that storyline and I'd be having Razor job out to Gold Dust. I do I agree with that too, but it, Well, he didn't want to even do it. Well, I guess maybe you're saying Warrior more, doesn't either. More, a more embarrassing thing. Warrior's not about to lose to Gold Dust. So you can No, but he doesn't want to be in the feud either. I'm sure well, that's blatantly obvious. If if they're teasing a non-title match, Warrior is 100% going over. I can't see them giving Warrior their Intercontinental title right now. No. No. So I do think it's going to end up being non-title, which is, like, sort of silly, but, like, that's just booking themselves into a corner at that point. Well, they can't count on fucking Warrior. I, I agree. I mean, I yeah. understand that. He might not show up the following week. So, I'll be surprised yeah. if he shows up at In Your House. Yeah. Give Savio the belt, you cowards. He should have oh, won it months it. ago. He threw it to the ref. There you go. Enjoy. If I were to get that belt, I'd get like some uh, Clorox wipes and wipe it down. Yeah, they just spray painted the leather. Do you see how shitty it looked in the yeah. back? Well, is that when did they do that? I don't know. Has it? It hasn't been like that, has it? I guess it has been for a little bit, right? A little while. Well, I. Oh I my have... god. Oh, oh my god the top uh, almost hit him yeah well conrad thompson has that belt and it's funny because basically all the gold paint has come off oh, but you can I, see I, like the remnants of it it's pretty cool that's cool i have the goldest uh, action figure with that belt and how much did you pay for that action figure i don't want to talk about it okay it's a ringside exclusive though so. no that's cool that's cool one of a thousand I'd like to peel Conrad Thompson's skin off with a potato peeler. What? Yeah. I want to know why nobody... How come people don't call out Conrad for taking a picture of uh, Lana's skirt in 2013? I'm sure you did, but you're probably blocked on Twitter by him. I'm no, not blocked no, he answers... Conrad answers Bob's questions all the time on Twitter. Oh. On the podcast. I think you should ask that one next. Well, if I do that, then I'll get blocked. Right. 
And then he won't ask. He won't ask my questions. It's a very love hate relationship with Conrad. I don't like Conrad. I don't like Conrad, but I like the people he talks to. I used yeah. to I used to listen to the shows a lot, but it's been a while because I just can't stand him. You gotta listen to the Jerry one. I'm telling you. Although I didn't I didn't listen to SummerSlam '99. It was okay. What's the hey, one this week? Do we know? I don't. I don't. Jared's like WWF stuff doesn't really interest me. Yeah, I know. That's why I didn't listen to it. What, do you know what this week is or what? I don't remember. Uh, Goldust has made his way all the way to the top of the uh, aisle way here. The hmm. ref is not counting him out though. Okay. No, he's coming back down. Boxers are briefs, and they say, no, that's a secret. And then they said, Victoria's secret. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Whoa. Close-up of a buffle. What the hell's up with the close-ups of the buffles and paint? Saibu here from Marlena. Okay. Get him, Savio. Wait, shoot, I just said get him, Savio. That means I'm probably endorsing gay bashing here. Damn it. Oof. Side slam. He slipped out of his hands a little bit. These guys are pretty well matched. Get him, Savio. Savio looking thick. Every the time I count Lupa. Savio out to have a shitty match, he ends up having a decent little match. Yeah. Remember when he had a lot of buzz coming out of King of the Ring 95 and now it's like nothing? Oh, wait, he still works here? As oh, he, he slaps gold dust in the ass? Yeah, he gave him a little gold dust love tap there. These guys getting some time here, too. Going to commercial again. I think I'm five seconds ahead of you guys. I don't know. I'm at, wow. I mean, you might be, a. I think both of you are at least a second ahead of me. I'm at 35 minutes and 13 seconds. Fabio just did a hip thrust. Now he's stomping on gold. Yeah, I see the stomps here. Uh, is it me or does Savio Vega remind you of uh, our buddy Mike? No, that's insulting. I I think that is an insult to Savio, but I I get what you're I see what you're getting at. Yeah. Oh God, yes. Marlena reminds me of Savannah. What? <laughs> you better get your fucking prescription uh, checked, pal. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> What? Nothing. Uh, Savio getting the Irish whip here, coming back. Goldust hits him with his ass. The rear view. I can't wait to watch Goldust and Ultimate Warrior have a match in your house. What the fuck? Dude, don't be a fucking hater, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm pretty much tuning out of this match. I mean... It's a bit bad, though. Why are we getting this long of a fucking Goldust Savio Vega match? Because I wouldn't be surprised if it's because it's the next program after Warrior. Savio about to be champ, dude. <laughs> Bullshit. It is. Guys, I've lost two Twitter followers in the last day, and I'm real sad about it. What are you doing wrong? I don't know. 
What are you What are you posting? I've been uh, really retweeting the wrestling stuff, and I have a very big uh, James Bond following on Twitter. So maybe yeah, they're seeing it. And they're like, "Wow, this kid's a fucking loser." I don't I, know. My shit I, fluctuates like up and down, one and two. I don't really care. Yeah. But like, it literally always changes down and up and down and up. Goldust is on the mic right now, yelling at fans and shit. I and they were going nuts. I have like seven hundred followers, but I'm pretty sure it's only like twenty people that talk to me. Yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. I don't even have that many that talk to me. I don't think. I uh I only have like two hundred and thirty followers or some shit like that. I don't even have that much. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not on my personal Twitter. I'm not super active. No, that, you never do anything. I'm a scroller. Once in a while, I'll post something that's like sort of funny, like myself. But like, I'm no. way more active on. Dallas, 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 Dallas. I try to win so, contests a lot. Yeah, I was just gonna say, all you post is giveaways, and you fucking tag me in them. I do tag you in a lot of giveaways. On. Yeah, like on Instagram, I'll be like, "Cool, someone uh, messaged me or something." No, it's just Dallas trying to win a fucking. Contest. I only know a couple people to oh, tag. You're slapping them. So by default, you guys are two people I have to tag. If Austin was on Instagram, he'd be getting tagged. I don't do that bullshit. I thought Gold was about to take a dump on his chest, but then so I, I only did Twitter in like the last year. Well, officially. That yeah, yeah. officially, yeah. You've had about seven burner accounts. That's all right. So like you've done Twitter. You just haven't done Twitter as Austin Skinner. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I don't, Gold I don't, Dust is I don't doing really something use... in his drawers there. I don't really post on Twitter at all. Yeah, no, you don't. Oh. I logged on to Wrestling Recaps for the first time in a couple months yesterday. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, I found out that they've actually put WCCW back on Peacock, so I might start doing that again. Uh, I got some big stuff coming to WrestlingRecaps.com soon. Just keep, don't spoil it, Bob. It's coming soon. Yeah, but he's not going to do it. Yes, I am. No, he whatever it is, he probably won't do it. So, uh, I, we're literally taking a look at Goldust's taint there. Yeah, he's spanking him. That's a well, good speaking thing, of WrestlingRecaps.com, though, I've uh, gotten a lot better about publishing stuff. Yeah, yeah, you have. So, almost every day, I have stuff lined up till about middle of October, and I still have 134 to uh, get ready. Well, when Bob catches up, my shit's going to start, and it's going to the, the views are going <laughs> to flood in. Well, when Bob what, catches up. What I've said is once I get all that stuff published, oh. whenever I write a review, I'm just going to immediately publish it instead of store it in my drafts. And I have literally stuff in there for that I haven't published that I wrote four years ago. Bob. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Your opinion the, has probably changed since I, then. Probably. I was looking at posts. I was like, oh, yeah, dude, you wrote this in July of 2018. It's like, well, why the fuck haven't I posted it? Good Lord. I just recently found a post on uh, Bob's website because I was looking at some TNA stuff for um, some posts I was doing. And Bob writes a comment. And I meant to, I'm going to call him out on our show about this, too. But he's like, yeah, I don't really care for Jerry Lynn very much. And I'm like, what? What? Yeah, there's a poster. It's like. You wrote, like, oh, I don't really care for Lynn very much. Maybe at that point. That probably was what it meant, but, like, I was, like, oh. and, like, the room, I was, like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's probably at that point. Like, they but probably who cares, dude? Them into oblivion. Don't Guys, we're going to another it. commercial here. Is this shit about to close, Raw? We have about nine minutes left, so there's no way this closes Raw, but. 
Superstar line. I mean, if it were to, that would be like a 20-minute match, I feel like. What do the British Bulldog and Magic Johnson have in common? Is it oh, eight? Hit B-line option eight. six. Beeline eight. Oh. It must be 18 years of age, or you know what? Boomer they Sumer. had sex with Diana. <laughs> with who? Diana. <laughs> no, Brett did. That's oh. his sister. Oh, okay. Well, she cares a lot about him. Oh, no. Earl just got ran over. Oh. Ref bomb. Shit. <sighs> Dirty finish. Great. Come here, oh, Marlena's Come like, here, that's my honey. cue. Let me grab Fink's deck, and then I'm going to send the belt in there. She's like, here, use this. Wait, she's grabbing the belt as Tim White's running down, which is kind of funny because... Wait, he didn't even use it. Not yet. Oh, he didn't pick it up. And he got super good. Savant kick. She's like, here, try and use it again. Shades of Shawn Michaels. Use it again. Dustin. I wonder wonder if Marlena, like, Mr. Q or something she did. He got kicked again, damn it. Oh, they're gonna catch him with the belt and screw him. He's gonna he's gonna Eddie Guerrero himself. Wait, Tim, Tim White is looking right at the thing. He's he noticed. Man, fuck this dude. <laughs> Pin oh, him. They threw it right in the fan. Pin him. Yes, one. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Soviet. Wait, Tim White. Tim White tried to break it up like it was a he's tag. Like, oh hell no. Savio, you cheated, dude. You cheated. Even Vince is yelling new Intercontinental Champion, not questioning that Tim White's in the ring being like, uh, no, guys, uh, no. Earl's like, listen, I have a concussion. He won. I don't care. Quang, Quang did it. <laughs> Quang won. The finish was okay. We got a, it picked up pace a little bit. Wait, are they actually giving him the belt or what here? I don't know. Fans are going nuts. I'll tell you what, though. Tim White's going to be like, look, look at the big screen. But I'll tell you what, if, if they give it to him, they may, they're they not going to, it looks like. But if they did, it would make sense. Oh, boy. He calls himself the gorilla, yet he haws like a jackass. Here he is. Savio's like, I should have won this a year ago. <laughs> Earlier than ever. Well, let me tell you something, Jess. I mean, ref. Gorilla talking to Fink, and then Fink's like, what, what are we doing, Gorilla? And he's like, that's a really large banana. And he'd be like, no, that's the Intercontinental Championship. It's just, just yellow now. Has Fink had no teeth his entire career or what? He has teeth. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been informed by Gorilla Monsoon. That I have been fired. I mean, the Intercount Championship is returning to gold eyes. Wait. He's stripping Goldust of the title. Why? What did Goldust do to get stripped for that? It's so he can lose to Warrior at the pay-per-view. Wait, what? It's gotta be. It was a non-title match anyway. Wait, it's vacant. They're vacating the title. Vac- Goldust didn't do anything wrong. He got hit with the belt. I like that he was Wait. kicking his feet. Oh, next week there's a rematch. 
So they're taking away the, the, the vacating the title for one week for no reason. <laughs> that well, that's dumb. Goldust got stripped of the title for getting hit with the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, he's a piece of shit for that. What? That's like somebody walking down the street getting hit by a car, and then the police taking their license away, <laughs> and not the person who's driving the car. Vince is all for it. Oh, Mankind's going to be here next week. He better be. The Godwins in tag team action. Hell yeah, dude. Well, we got a pretty decent card looking next week. Vader's in action. Mankind's in action. Godwins, Godwins. And, and this rematch. Okay. Sabi, put the bell on Sabi. Oh, wait. Never before seen footage. Let's go. I like this. I wonder if it was as boring as the match was. Wrestling without shadows. Oh, he kissed the entrance as if he will never walk through it again. There's Bruce. Good job, brother. Ray Rougeau's there. Hey, there. Hey, Hey, he's drinking a Sprite. Get out of here. I said, get out of here. Get out. I'm Canadian. Get degenerate. Had enough time to put a hat on, not a shirt. Well, you were telling me Brett left shirtless without showering, covered in sweat. Get out of my way. J.J. Dillon, get my fucking shit in the trunk, you motherfucker. (laughs) Shut the camera off. Watch this, right? He's about to hit the kid. Look at that kid right there. Dad. Murdered. You know, oh my God. down the streets, I'm sad. Fucking Sean. I want to lay with you. <laughs> you know, he pretty much gave me a stroke and uh, didn't really appreciate that very much. You so, know, uh, so I was, hey, I was sunny and I got syphilis. And that fucking uh-oh. Shawn Michaels, that piece of shit. I know it's him. So you know, I, I don't know, you know. Get out of the janitor's closet. And Shawn Michaels was in there. I'm on the dock waiting for my cruise ship. I'm supposed to have dinner and a cruise here in a minute, and I uh, got to talk about Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Brad comes off as such a pussy with this shit. Well, he's kind of a whiner. You know, when it, uh, you know, you know, I don't know, you know. You know, like, uh, you didn't beat me, but then, like, Rill's like, you got to wrestle. And it's like, why, dude? Like, I already did it for an hour. And I know in, like, Canadian terms, like, an hour is really, like, 55 minutes. But, like, <laughs> what the hell, dude? And, like, 300, like, I get paid 300000 now. And if you go to Canada, the exchange rate, I'm really getting paid 175 <laughs> So, this is bullshit. Like, I have to move to America. And uh, that's really pissing me off. Who wants to live? He's blaming his time? loss on the, the two or three minutes it took to restart the match. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Tony Chimmel took forever to fucking tell me the match was restarted. I turn around and Shawn Michaels super kicks my face off. I'd like to make it very clear that I'm not uh, somebody that's greedy for money. 
Except when... Uh, what is he talking about? Somebody was throwing money around? Except when the money is right, and then I will uh, take the deal. <laughs> you see, in November of 97, what's going to happen? He's not greedy for money, man. Because I'm going to spell out WCW. <laughs> I'm going to go there. And within about 72 hours, my career <laughs> fucking plummet. So... <laughs> going to plummet. It's going to suck real bad. Like, I'm going to be like the hottest commodity. It's going to be like November. This is what's going to happen, Vince. All right, November 10th at about 8 p.m. I'm going to be the fucking hottest commodity. And I'm going to go to I'm going to go to the WCW. Yeah. And by the about WCW. and by about quarter to nine, my career is over because they don't know what to fucking do with me. But I'm going to be U.S. champ. I'm going to be DDP and like Luger. I'll never get that match with Hogan because he's afraid of me. Brett's gear even gets shitty. Goldberg's going to fucking kill me, and that's going to be fun. And I'm going to have a stroke. (laughs) My career's over, and then I'll come back here, and like we'll cry. That's not until 2010, and I'm going to hit you with a chair 87 times at WrestleMania, and I'm going to beat you. <laughs> and then uh, that hunter guy, he's gonna be banging your daughter, and I'm gonna talk mad shit about him to all the dirt sheets. Um, Bret Hart's gear even gets shittier in WCW. Yeah, it does. He like doesn't have the cool glasses. He's got a shittier coat. He's just mailing it. In. I like I like when he's in WCW and he just comes out and like Gene will interview him and they like, Bret, what are you what are you up to? And he's like, I don't fucking know, Gene. Am I a good guy today or what? I don't well, know. They didn't like, tell me, third? so I'm just out here. I'm thirding on this guy. I'm thirding on that guy. I don't fucking know, dude. They were like, Brett, go out there and talk. And I said, damn it. I'm Canadian. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't good. Needless to say. Uh, all right. Well, what do we think of this episode? Uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't think it was that bad, but... The action wasn't terrible. I, I'll tell yeah, you, I didn't yeah. really... Uh, I don't know. There was some staleness to it, though. Right now, for me, I, I'm not really interested in Steve Austin, which is kind of sucks to say because he has that aggression and he has that style that I kind of like, the wildness of it all. um, Like the brawler feel, I guess. But... Uh, I don't know. I'm not super hot on him. I thought that he and Bart Gunn worked well together, which was weird. Um, not a fan of the new rockers whatsoever. No. Yeah. No interest in either guy. Um, Savio and Goldust had a decent little match. I mean, yeah, it started out kind of boring and probably didn't need to be as long as it did, but you know, that was decent. The rematch with a vacated title next week, I think that's just a lame gimmick to get people to tune in next week. So I don't like that. Um, the, well, the vacating part especially is like the yeah. part. Yeah. Um, as far as a feud with Brett, or uh, a feud with Sean and Diesel, like I said earlier, fucking yawn. That shit's staler than fucking three-week-old Brett at this point. Um, and Brett being displayed as a crybaby or presented as a crybaby, I don't really like because that's not really the character he's had up until now. He's been the fighting champion, like the underdog guy, 
besting the odds. And now all of a sudden he's like a poor sport, which kind of sucks. Um, I don't expect to see a lot of Brett moving forward, which as we discussed in the beginning, I think will be a good thing. I think we need a break from Bret Hart, but for him to kind of go out on a sour note, I think is an interesting choice. You think he comes back as a heel? I think he has to. Yeah, I sort of do too. I think it only makes sense. How can you have face Brett and uh, potentially face Shawn Michaels fight again? Like, I don't don't know. Yeah, and look how that worked out. I mean, they got painted into a corner and had to do a fucking Iron Man match. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't see Bret Hart being a strong heel. Because, again, he's, like, been the hero for the last ten years. Well, at least the last six or so. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not really warming up to the idea. Well, I think I enjoyed this show more than I was anticipating. No, I think so, too. Um, but, I mean, I agree with everything Austin said. Yeah. Do we care about Vader? We don't care about Vader. No, uh, not, not. I hate to not. say it. I, 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 no. I don't know. I haven't cared about that dude since they were like, oh, by the way, he's going to be in the Rumble. I was like, okay, fucking wow. Way to ruin that announcement. And like, right. yeah, he I didn't just been a surprise instead of like showing a vignette of him yes. in the desert. Correct. Yeah, no, I didn't like that from the beginning. And like, I haven't really enjoyed it since. So to me, like Vader and WWF, I have zero interest in. And and, you know, what I've said before, I'm not really a big Vader fan, but like at least the WCW bonus shows that we watched where he was in like main events and stuff like. There was some interest in that. Like, I don't have any interest in seeing him in the WWF. Well, I think that has a part to play in the WWF's hands because I don't think they have much interest in promoting Vader. I think it was like a nice little gimmick for the Rumble, and then they're like, fuck, we're stuck with this guy. Uh, We don't really want to use him. So here you go. Here he is. What's he doing? I don't know. Who cares? Uh, who do we think is going to be Intercontinental Champion coming out next week? Uh, I think realistically, it's just going to stay Gold Dust. I think Savio. I think he. I think he should have been it already, probably at some point. But like, I don't think it. Like, it just seems too random. The only thing I could see is kind of what I was saying earlier during that is giving it to Savio so that they don't have Gold Dust lose as Intercontinental Champion to Ultimate Warrior. Uh, but I, if they do take it off of gold dust for that reason, he will be winning it back very soon after I'm sure of it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, but I, I would put it on. I, uh, long-term wise, here's what I would do. I'd have Savio take it. I'd move gold dust into a program after warrior with maybe another like main event type of talent following that i'd have gold dust take an interest in Shawn michaels who is the ultimate sexy boy maybe leading into a championship opportunity i like that um and then for the ic title you go savio steve austin mm. because those two have been having issues mm. you have ted get involved and say hey wait a minute 
the IC belt isn't as important as the million dollar championship. So I don't like what you're doing. Steve Austin dumps him on his neck and says, take your belt and fuck off with it. And Savio and Steve Austin work a program till about, uh, we'll say SummerSlam. And he takes it at SummerSlam. You fancy booking. That's the way I'm doing it. Would you do Goldust and Sean at SummerSlam? Um, yeah. I think that'd be enough time. I think, I think that'd be good too. To Goldust to get another little feud in and maybe build him up a little bit more before he takes an interest into the sexy boy, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I do too. Uh, all right, you guys got anything else for this episode or what? No. I think we covered it all, man. I don't know. Middle of the road episode for me. I am looking forward to next week. Next week's show seems to be fucking stacked. I think so too. So for a tape show, like this is refreshing that these tape shows so far, knock on wood, are better than the recent versions of tape shows that we've been seeing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And next week is the go home show to In Your House. We can't forget about that. I was just gonna say, yeah. So we're already yeah. on the you know, the toes of In Your House here. Wow. So I'm hoping that you know, they've they've kind of backloaded the episodes to where this episode will be a little extra before the pay-per-view. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, then. Well, until next week, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Greeley, I'm Bob Downing Jr. And this has been Icon. You got to hear it.